me about that shirt? Oh, okay. So the shirt I'm wearing is uh, it's Search Your Salt, which is not to be confused with Salt Life. Um, and it's a, a, <laughs> a brand that my best friend's brother-in-law created because um, he wanted to, like think, raise awareness for like beach litter and like cleanliness of the oceans and stuff. Oh, um, that reminds me of another company, I think, called Take Three. I really thought you were going to say Salt Life. S- uh, <laughs> salt Life. Uh, life is good. Uh, no, Life is good. Have you heard of that? Is that the little uh, people? Yeah, the yeah, stick The men, two stick, stick people. figures. That stick like, figures. Yeah. Stickmen. 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 Like <laughs> semen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's the stickmen on the shirt. <laughs> it's no, it's actually not a great design. No, it's not. But no. it took over in the two thousands. I feel like wasn't that? Yeah, I remember like yep. kids in band who would wear those shirts. In the southeast, it was pretty big. Really? Yeah. Like Southeast Asia. Like so, South, yeah. South <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Southeast Asia. No, <laughs> in the southeast of the uh, northern, yeah, North America. Got it. The <laughs> continental. United States. Okay, so thank you again. This is another week of looking for artists. Thank you for listening. We have another special guest, as we always do. Oh, um, we're all special. Yeah, we're all special. Have you ever met someone though? Just little tangent where you're like, "There's, you're, there's actually nothing special about you." Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Good. So <laughs> we're all special, yes, but there but are also people out there. Special. <laughs> uh, I'll let you introduce yourself. So. Yeah, without further ado, this is Looking for Artists, and today we have... Uh, this is Ruby Herlock. Boom. Ruby, what do you do, and where are you based in the city right now? Um, so I'll start with where I'm based. Uh, did I'm, you hear that? I did hear that. It's not going <laughs> to be in the recording. in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's an active the laptop, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, so I'm based in Harlem. It's um, like this whole conversation. Uh, just <laughs> just so you just was like, let me get rid of that. Quick. Yeah. Because um, that was bad. Based in Harlem? Uh, based in Harlem. And uh, what do I do? Yeah. I, I produce film and I act and sing <laughs> a, a lot. Cool. Yeah. Would you say that one is m- more prominent than the other? Well, so it's kind of interesting because uh, for the latter or former, latter is the first, I don't know, for the first half of my life, uh, we can come back to that, I guess. Latter <laughs> is later. Later. Okay. That Former for the first, I guess I'd say I, first I half and then the makes... latter half. Okay. So for the former half of my life, first Sh- half? First half. Sure. F and L. That makes um, sense to me. I was... Uh, I, I was an actor, solely an actor, cool. from age like eleven to st- to, t- to today. Um, and Where did then, that start acting? Uh, so when I was in sixth grade, uh, I, I so it started actually uh, when I was younger, and I remember I wanted to be a singer. So I told my I <laughs> told my mom I was like, Mom, I'm gonna be an opera singer, and then I would always go like Figaro, like, and she would be like, Yeah, okay, <laughs> you're gonna be an opera singer, and yeah. like apparently I was gonna be a tenor. Um, but so I said I was going to be an opera singer and then I got to middle school and I was like and they were, I saw that they were holding auditions for Guys and Dolls and I was like oh my god I want to do that so I auditioned and I got the role of a guy and a doll <laughs> so I got to really? be both yeah oh uh, nice we were very progressive high school middle school no I'm just kidding were you a chorus member yeah basically I was yeah, a chorus yeah, yeah, member yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but I wanted to be Adelaide who was the star and I think to this day I could have done a better job but also you know whatever um but that's kind of where it started, and then from that, from then on, like every year, I would do the shows and like started to really get into it. And then in high school, I got even more into it. And then in college, I majored in theater. Um, so, quick question, yeah, because I s- kind of stumbled into the same passion and love for performing in theater. Did you have? Were you following in anyone's footsteps or trajectory or were you kind of the first one to just do this in your family um well my mom uh was an artist when she was working she was um she was like a sculptor and a painter and all that stuff so I mean but when I Hmm. it's weird because you know how your parents have like a life before you yeah like my mom's life before me she was an artist and but when I knew her she didn't really do art anymore but Hmm. then started to do it so my mom obviously she passed away when I was 22 but she started to do more art again towards like the end of her life. Like she would be sculpting and drawing and it was mm. all interesting because it was very like, she was, we, there's eight of us 
So eight, eight, I have seven siblings. So my mom's art was very like maternal. Like a lot of her drawings were like babies and like amniotic uh, amniotic fluid like floating around. And I actually didn't like it. I remember being like freaked out. Was by it like kind of gross? It wasn't. It wasn't like you know a bloody vagina, but like <laughs> which I, you know not gross, but kind of. Just kind of took you to. It was. A weird I just didn't place. like. It was very like circular and like I. Hmm. I don't know. It kind of like you don't like circles. No, I mean I do, but like not like next to each other. Maybe I don't know. Okay. It was like a lot of like connected circles. So you're not about the Olympics. Then. <laughs> I hate those four rings. You know, <laughs> I just hate them. No, um, but yeah. So where was I? Uh, so no, I'm not following. I I mean maybe I was. I guess both my parents are artists. What am I saying? My father. <laughs> I didn't grow up with my dad, but yeah. he is a reggae singer. Perform would would he perform still or did performing he still performing? Day. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that I mean that is performing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I was the but I not think theater. Not, nobody not theater. theater. But okay, so I'm adopted, but it's still the whole nature versus nurture thing. Yeah. My mom was a performing singer. Oh. My dad was an artist in many different ways. Um, but as far as performing, I think that stopped for him in middle school. Yeah. But like I still wonder how much of that I just, you know, you see your parent or parents, in your case, performing in front of you. Yeah. And then you find your own avenue for that, but, like, you're, in many ways, you're just, like, going to do the exam. You're going to do what's set before you. Yeah, which is interesting because, like, you said you're adopted, but, you know, parents, performers. But my mom didn't do art when I was in middle school, and I didn't grow up with my dad. But I ended up being a performer, singing Sure. Acting. And then also my brother Corey like plays guitar and sings like, you know, in nightclubs and stuff like that. So he ended up also kind of following like it is an interesting thing, like nature versus nurture. Kind it of. is an interesting th- thing. And also like in many ways, I mean, I started this we Rock Rising started this podcast for many different reasons. And one of those reasons was to kind of explore the question of, you know, if you're not actively or presently <laughs> doing your art, are you an artist or are you that that field? Like if you're not, let's say if you're not acting, if you're not in a show, are you an actor? And because um, so many people tie their identity to their work and I think that, I, you know, this kind of is starting to clarify that question, at least for me. And I think if we have any steady listeners, you m- might see a progression of like, Yes, there's a balance of showing up and doing the work, but also in your case, you're kind of sh- showing me that like there is a possibility where you just are an artist. There was like a long chunk of time where your mom wasn't doing things, probably because she was serving the needs of her life that was in front of her, mm-hmm. but like still an artist comes back to it. Yeah. And maybe even if you don't come back to it, you're still that. And like that phrase keeps re- coming to my mind, that common phrase, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So it's like, you know, maybe, maybe it's just in your blood not to be cheesy about it. No, it's, it's also really interesting that you say, you know, uh, that you ask that question, you know, are you still a singer if you haven't sang in five years Yeah, or haven't performed? Because, you know, even as a singer, I'm sure you sing by yourself all the time, you know, but that's a question I feel like that's really relevant because a lot of people feel really inadequate when they're not. Like if I, I used to feel like if I couldn't tell someone, I, if somebody, it's that fearful question you get when you go for Thanksgiving and someone's like, so what are you up to? What are you working on? And you get that panic if you, if you, and you almost prepare on the way there. You're like, okay, I can tell my family, like, I just finished up this show. I'm like auditioning. You know what I mean? You're like panicked about telling people, like, I promise you, like, it wasn't for nothing. Like I, I didn't go to school for theater for no reason. Like. And there's always there was always that kind of feeling and <laughs> right and I uh, I remember so I took so the the way that I got into producing was that I took a step away from acting. The reason I did that is because I have really bad performance anxiety. Hmm. Um, uh, and do I was, tell do tell. Oh yeah, so I'll tell. I mean, so I have really bad performance anxiety because when I was maybe not because but like when I was in eleventh uh, grade, I was doing a show. And I went up on my lines in the middle of the show. And I remember like looking at the audience and seeing the or- the the conductor looking at me like, what are you doing? And I was just like, oh. and like, uh, and like, yeah. I can still be in that moment right now. Like if you were like, what did it feel like? I could be like, just utter like 
lost. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. You know? Yes. Just like full blown panic. And from that moment on, like I have had really bad performance anxiety, but I just kept doing it and kept doing it. Cause I was like, I love this. I love this. But I, at the same time would be like, I fucking hate this. Like I love rehearsing. I love singing. I love acting. And then I would get up on stage and be like, why the fuck am I doing this? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you, I think you have to, your relationship to performing has to exist on all parts of the spectrum in order for it to be sustainable. Yeah. If it's all good, it's like, what are you doing it for? You burn out. If yeah. it's all bad, you're like, fuck that. I'm well, out. I'd be doing this. I'm going to be a CPA. <laughs> That's always my like go to like <laughs> alternative career. <laughs> it's like a CPA. Okay. I don't know. Um, okay. So yeah. um, I want you to continue, but I also, this just to, you know, a reminder. I originally asked you which of the three acting, dancing, right. yeah, 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 yeah. acting, singing, acting, uh, singing, not dancing, right? No, Do you dance? No, no, I don't. I I can okay. move if we're in an audition. I was I was happy. <laughs> I love to, to explore your relationship to dance, but I also feel like I'm kind of blasted out on my dancers for a little while. Oh, have you had a lot of dancers? Not. Your... It's like yes, uh, yes, and no. Like well, I, I'm not. I would dancer. be happy to have more dancers. <laughs> yeah, of course. But like dancing is just like a lot to process for me. I'm sure. So foreign. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even know what to ask. How are your legs feeling? Um, yeah. How are your toes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay? The, of the three. Um, this is really hard. I'm going to say like probably right now where yeah. I'm at producing and acting are on the same level. I know that. And I'm saying that because I plan to continue doing both yeah. for like a long time. Forever. But, I don't know, but I don't like to say forever because oh. I just don't think that that, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I believe that that's the case, but that's good. I could see myself like taking another hiatus from acting and coming back to it. And then producing is something I recently got into and hmm. I found that I really enjoyed and it's, it's really challenging and I like that about it. I like that it's challenging in a way where I don't have to be like the center of attention and like, right on stage fucking up in front of everybody. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the part that I like about it. I can fuck up and then ruin the whole show, ruin the whole set, but like there's ways around that that I can control. Hmm. Sometimes I feel out of control when I'm on stage. And I guess that's what I guess I'll say producing right now if you want a solid answer. I mean, but I mean, aren't you kind of chasing that moment where you're on stage and you feel out of control? No. <laughs> like as an as an actor, that's like kind of yes, your... but it's a fine line because it's like out of control where I'm like, yes, I'm actually present and I'm in the moment and I fucking live for that. That's what I'm like there for when I'm like, I really for a moment was just like, I, I know the line so well that they're just flowing out like they're my own and like, you know what I mean? And like, I am so present in this moment, like I'm reacting to what you're giving me. What I don't, what I mean when I say out of control is like, I don't feel in control of like my own body or my own like my brain is i'm like there's like a little ruby camera outside of my body i'm like so not present that there's like i had a teacher tell me this ruby you're always like there's always like a camera you're like a little ruby drone is like outside your mind watching you because i would be like no that's wrong you know what i mean like yeah so that's what i'm not after is like that feeling of like i'm watching this happen from another point and like or I'm I'm thinking so much ahead. I'm like, okay, just make sure like you don't do this at the next scene because this is like a monologue that you always mess up. So just get that part right. You know what I mean? And that's what I like hate. Yeah, I mean, I feel that, but I also think that that those are things that everyone experiences. So, and I don't think anyone necessarily enjoys it. Like the no, moments where you catch yourself watching yourself or fucking up or wanting it to like. What I hear from you is you just want, you care. Yeah, but. And you but, want it to be better. But I, to me, it feels different because I don't meet, I don't talk to people who seem as panicked before a show as I do. Why are you panicked about it? Because. What if you went up? What would happen? Well, that, well that's what I tell myself. Happened? I sit there and I'm like, if you went up, if you really like fuck this up, what is going to happen? Like who's out there? What, what is really going to happen? And I tell myself like. You'll get off stage and you'll go, go back on again tomorrow. But there's this residual, like, m memory of what happened and, like, the feeling it gave me, I guess. Mm. 
and I guess it's the feeling that it, it's the fear. It's just fear. It's like, you know, I know it's not real. You know what I mean? I know yeah. nothing's going to happen yeah. except I might, what if I can't get back on track? Like, what if I can't fix right. it? You know, but it's the, that fear is enough to like have caused me to stop. But then I ended up taking like this like uh, audition and performance anxiety workshop. <laughs> oh, um, that's very that's yeah. cool that that exists. Yeah, well, Whoa. it doesn't really. I was on Playbill one day looking for auditions, kind of half-heartedly, <laughs> and I saw that there was this guy who was getting his PhD in uh, psychology or something, and he was he was for his not thesis. What's the next thing up? Like that big doctorate? Yeah, for exactly for like. Whatever you PhD? have to do for your PhD. Like, there's a name for, like... Oh, dissertation? Yes, for his dissertation. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, I cool. think that's what it was. He was... His, right. his experiment, I guess, or his dissertation was um, performance and audition anxiety in actors. Specifically, not, like, you know, musicians, but in actors. And um, so he was running this program. It was... Uh, I think it was, like, three months long. And they met... We met every Sunday. And I, like... Was like let me just like on a whim was like let me just like apply for this like it was free and like y you know uh you they would choose randomly like i don't think there was like any choosing process and so one day i got an email and they were like this is the last time we're contacting you uh we want uh, if you're interested please let us know by the end of day we ha you have to be available for every single session blah 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 and I was like, I never received an email. Like, this is my first one. I want to do it, you know? And I, I, like, made that decision. And I was like, I don't really know if I'm even going to go, you know? And then I ended up going. And uh, it was extremely helpful. That's mm. why I just, I just did a show. And um, I was able to do it because I, I believe, because, like, I did this. And it had a lot. It had, it, the, I guess the Sunday sessions were, we would do, like, a meditation which was a big part of his like treatment. And then um, we would just talk about ways in which like to cope with the end. Cause I, and, and it was amazing going to these cause we, I had the same group every Sunday and I was like, there's other people out there who are this anxious about performing community. Yeah. I was like, Holy shit. Like I thought I was the only one who, and there were people that were worse than me and, and it was crazy. <laughs> I, and I thought I was bad, but it was crazy. Cause at the end, what the treatment was was mock auditions and mock oh, performances. Whoa, whoa. And I was like, yes, like this is what I want. And some people, like one girl who had been coming every time, the morning of the mock audition just never showed up. I was like, you're afraid of like a mock audition. What was her behavior, not to sound scientific, but behavior throughout the her, workshop? Her behavior throughout the workshop was uh, very cautious. Mm, okay, so it wasn't bit. out of the blue. No, it wasn't like it would have been kind of. If, if it was anyone, it was going to be her. I'm okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. It would have been funny if, like, the whole time she was like super open, I like know, I'm here to like, challenge myself. And then the myself. day of, she's like, <laughs> I can't do it. Well, she it was crazy because we had two, and she came in the first one after the audition. She's like, I was around the corner at a coffee shop, I couldn't come, and I was like, holy shit! But it was crazy how the fake auditions really triggered. We did a lot of stuff where we would like jump up and down <laughs> to like get your heart rate up and your breath like become breathless because it, 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 it mimics the same feelings you get when you're anxious mm -hmm. to show you like these are just physical reactions your body's having. Yeah. Like Have your you heart racing. Hoff? Huh? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah. He, you said William Hoff? Wim Hoff. Oh, Wim Hoff. Uh, W-I-M-H-O-F. And I think it I, might be H-O-F-F. That's -F. not how I thought it was spelled at all. Yeah. It was like W-H-I-M. W, like, yeah, Wim. I thought it was Wim too. <laughs> yeah. Like Wim. <laughs> Whim. Do you say cool whip? No, I don't say Good. cool whip. Well, I'm you do not. say both. Both? Both. I changed it. Like you changed it? No, That's I don't know. Well, both of us, both. Like, like caramel or L. caramel? <laughs> okay. Whoever says caramel can just fucking go back to England. No, I'm kidding. Caramel. Edit that out. Caramel. Caramel. What, what do know. they say? What would they say in England? I actually, caramel? they probably would say <laughs> caramel. 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 We just... Went to a place, a place that we don't want to go back to. <laughs> what were we? What were we actually talking about? Oh, I started talking about auditioning. You were asking me basically, like, what is my main thing? And then I said the reason I took a break from acting was because of anxiety. And then we went down this. Wim Hof. What, who is Wim that? Hof? He okay. So he developed this system of breathing, which is it basically is um, simulating <laughs> like 
panicked breathing or like um, maybe he was pulling from that. Yeah, it's it's like survival. Pri- it's very primal breathing, and you also we did that. We would go like, <sighs> like yeah, to that's get yourself it, kind of like in that almost have like a pa- yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he like broke it down and there's like a whole technique and there's he blended it with like cold immersion so he takes like cold showers but he also lives in the Netherlands so he does like Arctic baths and stuff. He just goes outside. Yeah, he's and like, like he he's like you should okay, so Vice, do you like Vice documentaries? Uh I there's it, a love hate or just I like maybe, them, I just don't like watch a lot of Vice okay, documentaries. I'm the same okay, well actually maybe I'm not the same. I'll go through phases of watching and then not, but they did a really good um, series on him. Yeah. Well, it sounds interested. very similar. It's, it helped me a lot. Like, I would breathe on the way to work for, like, a couple months, and I, f- I would just feel high on the train, and then by the time I showed up at work, it was just everything was calm and fine and easy and mm-hmm. stuff. And I use it for workouts, and I'll use it for certain performance things as well. Yeah. I'll use it for the podcast sometimes. But, um, but, yeah, so Wim Hof is really interesting, but that workshop – I'm really, I hope more things like that exist. It kind of sounds like uh, he, drama therapy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and it was interesting because he said, like, he's looked into it and obviously he's, you know, but he was like, um, there's not really any specific, there's, there's a treatment for people with, um, what is it? Public sp- anxiety of like public speaking, mm. but acting isn't, it's different. It's different. I it's, think it's I, because s- I can do public same, speaking. Same but different. Exactly. Same like probably anxiety. Sama of like, sama. But if you give me a, like a speech or if I even have to go off the rip in front of a whole crowd of people, I yeah. could care less. Yeah. It's like the you have to know what you're going to like. It's the rehearsal. And I don't know, like having to be memorized and all that. That kind of throws me a little bit. But yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, I stopped memorizing things, and I'm. Tr- that sounds <laughs> super annoying, but like I, I did stop trying to memorize things. Where, um, I would just try to learn it physically, and really trust the. M- it's like it's a balance between muscle memory, but also just like actually getting your line from what the other person says. Yeah. And that's helped me in life too. Where I don't, I'm not really a focused like actor. I'm not s- pursuing it. Yeah. Because I don't really have the time right now. Okay. I have the interest, but I have more interest in other things. And I still really love acting, though. Yeah. And it's the, the feeling that it can bring a person is really fulfilling. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I don't know. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, like, to speak to what you just said mm-hmm. about, like, the, like, I've found, like, I remember I used to really be, like, in my room, like, trying to learn the lines, you know? Yeah. Now I find that, like, I just learn the lines through rehearsal, yeah. you know? Just saying them with the other person. Like, that is more how I... And it and it stays with you. Like, it, your brain, like you said, the muscle memory. Yeah. I don't even try to learn the lines until I've got the blocking. I'll do it, like, longboarding or, like, weightlifting. Yeah, I read something about, like, you should always be, like, in doing something when you're learning lines. Yeah. Because you you shouldn't be sitting there learning them because you're not right. going to be sitting there right. saying them. Right. So I do the I'll, I literally remember I'd be like on a like the elliptical like the bike yep. or whatever at, yeah. at the gym and being like that's a good one elliptical yeah stuff, just yeah. like doing something or like walking even walking around my apartment you know, mm-hmm. cleaning up mm-hmm. just like moving. I had one teacher who was super into physical shape, so I would do like and she was extreme, so we'd do like push ups and like squats, burpees, weird stuff like that. I had a teacher like that too. Yeah. College. Yeah. Okay. So okay, where are you from? I'm from Long Island. Okay. And do you, do you like being from Long Island? I'm ashamed of being from Long Island. Really? Uh, yeah. No, that's I, kinda, are I, you being serious? I'm so serious. Because that's kind of why I ask, because some people really love it, and then some people are ashamed, and I was getting specific vibes from you, so I wanted to just the clear the The people that probably love it God, no, no. Um, honestly, I don't know if anyone heard that, but uh, no. Yeah, they did. I, I. Uh, let me be honest. Like, I have subtitles on this. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no uh, video. Right? There's a video. Okay. Where's the camera? You're, you're getting great. Or um, you're, what'd you say? Well, I don't know. About Long Island. Oh yeah, I had a great time in college yeah, and high school time. and college. I did uh, community college there for two years. Um, nice. Yeah, nice. Um, but. There's just so much racism on Long Island. It's like really ingrained in the Italian, Irish, like Catholic. And then there's also a big Jewish population. But I actually didn't live around that. I lived in my town and everybody like 
you know, it was, whenever I go back, I have a racist encounter. So, like, when I go back, I kind of just get, like, annoyed. I'm like, this is, it's so, it's crazy that it's New York to me. But upstate, I feel, can be very similar. It's like, there's beautiful parts of Long Island, and, like, I wouldn't have changed where I grew up, but I'm not proud to say, like, grew up there <laughs> you know people say the same thing about the south but my my personal experience was different but did you grow up where'd you grow up in chattanooga tennessee chattanooga chattanooga the southeast yeah. not southeast asia yeah. but uh, <laughs> so sorry not above florida because florida is not technically the south it's which its is own so thing. weird because it's the most southern it's the most southern state. and like texas it's not the south yeah. you know but they I mean, if literally, if you tell me like do a southern accent, like I'm gonna be like, oh, hi, I'm from, you know what I mean? I'm from Texas, <laughs> yeah, y'all. It's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of people from the south don't sound like that at all. Yeah, well, they I sound yeah, yeah, totally yeah. different. Yeah, but um, but and a lot of people like from like Indiana, the Midwest, they sound really southern. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, I'm learning that as I because in New York, there's obviously people from all over. Like yeah, when I hear I have a friend who's from Texas and she just has like a slight little it's not even yeah it's just like what are y'all doing like it's not but there's i wouldn't even notice it if i wasn't super like i can just hear like i have a good ear for that kind of thing i feel like someone else might (laughs) not to toot my own horn but i um yeah i i my draw comes out when i'm super excited or intoxicated (laughs) that's kind of cool you just talk at a very even nice pace which i think is maybe a southern thing it or may, it could just be you well it could be me it could be a version of me that i'm that i'm Putting displaying on, on the podcast the i can do that hi guys uh i'm really glad to have michael here with me and yeah you could if actually that's very nice like i should probably be talking like that right now <laughs> you could but it's also like i'm trying to it's think in the long term like yeah. I'd like to provide a consistent thing and then let the guests like i'm trying to highlight who you are yeah so it's this is really my normal me. like pace voice, you know. Maybe if you come level. on and you interview me, then I'll pump it up. Yeah. Who knows? You guys will never know because he's never. You also do have it. a very nice voice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Do you do I any try. voice acting? I would love to, but I haven't really figured out how to find my way. People are always like, "You should do voice acting," and I'm like, "Okay, um, I, let me get an audition." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I, I guess I just have to. I haven't directed too much energy, but that's been a thing I've been I've heard all my life. Yeah, that well, it's a like, whole thing. Do you like smoke cigarettes? <laughs> yeah, do you? No. Good. Have you ever? Like once. Twice. Oh, like not like in I your tr- life. Oh no, like I've never tried like, it. Had like a six month stint. Good for you. With the Newports. Baller. <laughs> I definitely have. <laughs> it's okay. It is and it isn't, you know, because they do cause cancer. Yeah. Would you vape? No, no, no. I just stopped. Okay, just I stopped I w- like smoking cigarettes. Yeah, my mom was a chain smoker for like her whole life. And then yeah. it's funny, she smoked Newports. And my boyfriend, Been when there. I met him, just chain smoking those Newports. Been there. Yeah. Oh, well, not chain necessarily. No. I'd get to 11. <laughs> 11, <laughs> you know? Okay, so producing. When did yeah. this start? All right, so when I met, my boyfriend's name is Alex. When I met him, he was in uh, school, actually, <laughs> at SVA. Um and he was a former football player uh, and wanted to play professionally, but then was like, this isn't going to happen. I want to make films. So he, I met him, and he, uh, he was producing his second film, and, or he was going to write and direct his second film. Was it Concussion? No. What's, what's oh, concussion? I think that was with Will Smith. Oh, I was God. joking. Joking, but Sorry, also maybe that. it was. It'd be like, <laughs> actually, Alex yes, man. Will, come on out. You know what? He should totally be a guest. <laughs> but maybe he should he's be a cool. guest. I think he would do it. Would be down. I know. Honestly, Will, if you're out there. Um, no, I'm talking about Alex. Oh, Alex. <laughs> or Will, dude. Will, come well, on. Alex is gonna listen. Jaden, like, you. <laughs> come on. Boxed water, man. I would um, have Will, Alex, and Jaden on at the same time. Me too, and just let them like. Honestly, like, let one of them host. Let Jaden host. Would that not be amazing? Jaden Smith, just like, so the universe. He would be. Okay, so Alex, he was producing his second film. Um, Okay. He was producing, and he would have been here today, actually, but he has work. He works weekends. He works at Pier. Um, Pier, 59. Oh. oh. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't, nothing came out. Um, Anyway, so he was, (laughs) uh, 
he was producing a film and he like looked over at me one day and he was like, I want you to produce my film. And I was like, I don't know how to produce films. And he's like, I'll help you. And I was like, uh, but then like, am I really producing it? If you're, he's like, yeah, you're going to produce it. And I was like, well, I don't know if we should work together. Like we are, we're doing so well as a couple. Like, I don't know that working together is really going to be our thing. Understandable. And I was like, I don't want to ruin our relationship. And he was like, if it's going to ruin, if that's going to ruin it, it's going to get ruined anyway. And I was like, are you roasted? <laughs> he, he literally was like, I don't care if you don't like you can do it. And I was like, all right, like, fuck yeah. it, I'll do it. And um, yeah, he kind of like walked me through it. He's like, this is a budget. <laughs> and I was like, OK, because, you know, he had produced films and stuff. So he was like, I want you to do it and I'm going to show you how to do it. And then you're going to do it. So that's kind of how I got into producing. And when I say producing, I mean, like, um, you know, doing a budget, finding crew, um, locations, insurance, all that good, all that fun stuff that everybody thinks is so glamorous. And maybe it's not glamorous, but there's something in the work that resonated with you. Holy shit. Well, yeah, because like I felt like, not that I felt useful, but I felt so accomplished. Like I was like, I did like this set is running because I made sure that this got done. And like that gave me a huge sense of accomplishment, which I didn't, I had only felt from acting or, or doing a show or, you know, singing for an audience, you know, and, but it was different than that. It wasn't that same, that, that feeling of like doing a show and like having accomplished that is like similar, but there's just, I don't know. It's not like hitting the pavement and like, or like, like being relentless and like calling it, it, it is that, but it's, it, I guess for me, it wasn't that. So mm. With producing, it was like I felt like I was really strong because, you know, I was like getting told no. And I wanted to fucking quit. I was like, all right, they said no, we can't do it. And he and and, and he really empowered me in that way because he was like, call them back. And I was like, what? Call them back. Like, I'm not. What? I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to step on any toes. And he would be like, call them back. We need that location. And I would be like fuck, all right, I'll call them back. <laughs> and then I would call them and be like, all right, look, we really need this, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or be like, is there anything we can do? And like, just, and then eventually he, you know, stopped telling me, call them back. And I would just be like, I'll call someone else. I'm calling, you know what I mean? And I, right. and he was, it was great because he, he empowered me to kind of empower myself and like speak for myself. And I became a lot stronger because of it. So that's why I think I really enjoyed producing and enjoy producing. Yeah. You know? That's really like great. Bad bitch. <laughs> yeah. And it's a nice it's it's a nice mixture of being like closely related to acting in that world but mm. also kind of separate in its own way. Yeah. I think I've really found value in the things in my life that um that are kind of like that. Yeah. Speaking of that, didn't don't you have like an organization right now? Um, don't you have a thing going on? Yeah, so we have uh, so after you know, I think this. I don't. I, the timeline's kind of messed up in my head, but like sure. around when I produced his film, we decided to create um, a, a company, like a media. Oh, it was around the same time. Yeah. What a perfect segue. <laughs> exactly. So around that time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So we created our company uh, without bounds creative, and uh, we had a really hard time deciding what we were, because I was like, I want to do theater and like produce theater and like, excuse me matcha latte um is that what that is so so bubbly sounds good matcha latte (laughs) we have to try that yeah it has almond milk though so you're not allowed to try it thank you whoa (laughs) i know things too um yeah so the company that was when i really was like fuck this we're not making a company together because what if we break up like i was so concerned i was like this could be terrible and, you know, I'm an op- I think I'm an optimist, but apparently he's a little bit more optimistic because he was like, let's do it. Like, why wouldn't we? Like, I make films, you're in theater. Like, we both want to see things, you know. So we made our company Without Bounds Creative. <laughs> and um, we're in the middle of, like, a full-blown overthrow rebrand. But, like, we ended up producing two films, um, uh, an evening of one acts, <laughs> uh, a film festival, uh, which was... Awesome. That was really fun. <laughs> and also kind of terrible at the same time. Um, yeah. And right now we're in the, <laughs> it was like, it was bad, but also really good. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so now we're in the middle of producing uh, a new artist's 
gigantic. Have you ever seen the Schoolboy Q, um, like super long music video movie thing that he I did? I haven't. Which album? Check it out. Oh God, you're asking the wrong one. Uh, I would have to like look it up for well, you. Well, oh, what do you mean? I'm asking I'm, the wrong uh, one. Because you're, I just don't know the name of what album it was. Well, that's. I mean, I, I w- The only reason I asked and thought that you might know is because most people wouldn't be referencing schoolboy q oh okay no well the reason i'm referencing it is uh so we got this idea because i I mean i had seen it before and alex was like we should do it in the style of um and i was like oh not in the style of but like kind of like this is what i'm talking about and then showed it to me and i was like oh this is fucking awesome Hmm. so the artist that we're working with is a connecticut-based artist um and he's awesome and he's an he's a rapper um Rel, he's he's really great, um, and he uh, sent us all his his like his album, and he was like, "These are the songs I want to do music videos for them. Can you guys like what can we do?" And so Alex took the songs and wrote a whole script around them, so like a like a movie, basically like a feature around these songs. So like, what it will be is um, this whole I can't even explain the whole story. It's actually really brilliant, but. Um, the, the artist will play like the main character and like, he's in this whole like demon, demonic kind of world kind of thing where, you know, he's being tortured by his past, et cetera, et cetera. And, but throughout the whole movie, like the music videos will be interspersed. So they'll come in and like, oh, we're in a music video now. And now we're back in the world of the, so it's really cool. Um, and that's like our next big project coming up and I'm really excited to produce it. And I'm probably going to be doing a little production design, too. So that'll be fun to kind of... Sick. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I can find that Schoolboy Q. <laughs> uh, I'll find what the name of the album is for you if you want. Or you can also find it. Well, yeah. I mean, Just I would to, love to know reference. it. Yeah. I went to one of his shows in Central Park. Mm-hmm. And it was an experience because it wasn't a super rowdy crowd, but he was inciting a lot of rowdy energy. And I can like, definitely see that being yeah, like mosh pit type of shit. But it wasn't that kind of crowd. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't like there was a lot of weed smoke in the air and a lot of like bucket hats. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> there was like mainly like, like white kids <laughs> underneath the bucket hats. Yeah, you were like, who's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he was like on stage. It was like gangsta, 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 <laughs> and everyone was like, boom, boom. <laughs> but it was like, you know, like not to be. Just saying it what it is, like yeah. a bunch of thin, white, long, lanky long. elbows, like, like oh, gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. And I was like, this is weird, burp, deep. And I, I thought like... Isaiah Rashad was going to be there. Oh, and you were disappointed? Yeah, he's from Chattanooga. Oh, and you were like, hey, we're both from Chattanooga. Yeah, and then he wasn't there. That sucks. It's okay, though. Yeah. Because I like Schoolboy anyway. Yeah, he's a good time. Yeah. So, um, without borders, without bounds, without—I mean, sorry—without bounds. Without borders, I think is something else. <laughs> it is, and I was also thinking of borders because of something we were th- talking about earlier, where I was thinking—I was thinking hard borders, but I never said that. So for some reason, with in my podcast brain, I'll like latch onto phrases or like themes, mm-hmm. and I'll like try to make connections sometimes, but then I'll get like j- jangled up. Yeah. That's the human brain, I think, you know? Yeah, that may be true. So, okay, so speaking of that, on an episode right before this, my brother-in-law, John, uh, he does a lot of things, but we were talking about... John D.? John D., yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about... um, Wait, we were talking about how the brain... That's just how the human brain works. Oh, we were talking about how, like... Not everybody, I don't think at least, I was expressing my opinion, I don't think everybody looks to make connections and parallels in their in their life or even in their day, day-to-day interactions, mm-hmm. let alone their life. But I think the people that do, we commonly find ourselves kind of like in rooms like this with other artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I think even with artists, there's like... Um, a spectrum of people that you know that people exist on which is like artists that really look for connections and artists that really don't do what what do you think about that like people in general and or artists making connections when you say making connections do you mean like socially like making connections with other artists do you mean making connections 
in what you're like in in just in everything like oh you know this relates to that like, like in literally everything um you know i don't i think like as a person i notice what just happened what was that i think our neighbors are having a party oh <laughs> of course they are right right now it's like at, sunday what time is it it's like sunday at five four o'clock um uh oh speaking of <laughs> you're like we have a party tonight <laughs> shut up do you have a party what do you signal? What are you miming? Good. What no, were you good. saying? Uh, connections. <laughs> so many. Oh yeah. What do you think on. about connections? Um, and one and a two <laughs> and a, just keep going, keep talking. We're gonna. No. Um, you guys can't see it, but a bat just flew into the window. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, God. Um. We can tell them anything, and they'll have to believe it. Um, no connections. I definitely feel like. Um, Honestly, through just like, just through like my minimal knowledge of like the law of attraction, I, I make connections just thinking about things like that. Like, oh, I was, you know, even just like simple things like, oh, I was just thinking about a matcha latte. And then all of a sudden someone's like, do you want a matcha latte? You know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that. And I'm always noticing like just that kind of stuff um, in terms of like, just, yeah, like... I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I definitely notice parallels. Yes, parallels. <laughs> notice. I'm sorry. And I then, don't know and if I'm making any sense. Maybe you, yeah, maybe that's it actually. All right, Ruby with the clarifications this episode. It's I think it's finding the you see the parallels and then the artist's work is to make is to then make the connection. Yeah. Because parallels aren't connections in and of themselves. They're yeah. actually just two lines running alongside each other exactly and then it's our job to kind of just be like boom but but yeah. it, you know i do feel like i see a lot of parallels and i want to make connections but sometimes i feel like i don't because i i sometimes say like what's the point yeah because is this what's the point of i can make of that though? connection because for this even small thing but like is it helping anybody is it you know well that's kind of how um i feel about a lot of theater i would really really agree with that these days um i don't know if you're being sarcastic i'm not because your face kind of looks like you might laugh at any moment well it's because <laughs> like it's because that's a kind of a rude thing to say but i agree totally with yeah it. sometimes i i will come out of a show and be like why did we need to see that yeah and why did why? you really and why did you get the funding for this yeah who was like this is great because some things are for entertainment purposes only but I think the things that are, I don't think that that's true, I guess, even though I just said it, because some things, I don't know, like, what's something that's really entertaining, but I guess really doesn't have a purpose? I know, I feel like everything that we find to be, like, what's that word when you, like, this is, like... Engaging. Engaging or, like, something... Tangible? I don't know. Something, when, when we see something and we connect with it, yeah. I think there's always a reason... Even if it's like the most mindless, stupid. Like, let's take South Park, which is a terrible example because South Park clearly is. Oh, like, for sure. You know what I mean? And I remember my mom used to love South Park. And some people are like, that show is disgusting. It's uh, horrible. It's this, it's that. But I'm like, but they make so many, you know, valid points. And they, they have a, a message that they're clearly sending all the time, you know? But I guess that's a bad example. I don't know. There's just some terrible theater out there that I've been like. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, uh, kind of like, yeah, along that point, I think what triggers me, mm -hmm. not to overuse that overused word, but what I'm truly triggered. triggers, it truly does trigger me, I, though, and I believe is that. when there are, there's theater or just things like media out there that's trying to say something that doesn't necessarily need to be said again. Yeah. To the same people. Yeah. In the same seats. Mm -hmm. You know, watching the same actors do the same roles. Yeah. And like, just tell the same stories. Yeah. I'm like, why do we need to do this? Again. Or this um, in general. It just feels like we're like, okay, everyone who likes theater, let's get in this room and touch ourselves for an hour and a half and then go back and do, you know, go do our next week. Yeah. I, I really agree with that. Um, who are we actually helping? Like, who, who are we actually helping with this hour and a half? I feel like if people really ask themselves that, they could probably come up with 
a, a false answer. I don't know if it's false or like they could probably justify it, but I just feel like I've seen a lot of that where it's like, I really want to do this because like, I feel like this is a big topic right now. And, but it is, it's just like, I wish I could give a specific example right now, but I can't, but I've seen a lot of like. Well, I think I can do it not necessarily with media, but with things in my life, mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> like um, surfing for me is okay. a thing where I'm like, what? yeah, it is for entertainment and just for pure enjoyment of it, but it's also not, and there is a purpose behind it for me. And, and there's it? a purpose behind like the sport of it and the, cause I th- used to think it was just like a hobby or something that people, yeah, turned into a sport, but it's like, no, in and of itself, it's an art and it's a sport. And it's like, it's here for a reason because mm-hmm. some, tr- some, some like society or culture had a true connection with it and it's lasted. Like there are things around us that last. And so I'm a reason. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm curious, like, what is the, what's the reason for theater now? Why, why, why are, what's the connection? That's a great now? question because it's like, we have so much on TV and we so have, many films yeah. and it's like, why do we go? Why do we still, why are we still touched by like a live performance? Or why are we? Or in what ways are we still touched by a live performance? Because yeah. they've always changed, and I feel like, you know, right now they're not necessarily changing in ways that are conducive to the actual community that it needs to serve. Not the community that it's been serving, but the community that theater's been here to serve in the first place, which yeah. is like people that feel like they're on the outskirts of things. Well, you know, that brings to mind when I, so I used to work um, for a merchandise company, and, um, I would, uh, we worked for, we did Hamilton and I would get so angry. This is when Hamilton first came to Broadway and like was the biggest thing ever. And you know, like I was just so angry at the people that would come to see it because I was like, this is something that like is so exciting. And the reason it's exciting is because of the, I think because of the representation that we're seeing on stage, which is, and like having a black star on stage and it being a traditionally like a white this was a white person in history. And like, that was the thing that was so, you know, cool about it. And Mm. I was like, why are like fucking like old white people seeing this every, and coming out with their fucking opinions. Like I would get angry because I was like, and this is maybe different than what we were just talking about. But I was like, this was made. And I was angry. Also, I was like, Lin-Manuel Miranda should have these seats filled with like, this should be for like fucking 15, 12-year-old, black, Latin, anybody, kids that, you know, need to see this. Yeah. To see this representation and to be like, holy shit, like, this is really cool. And, like, this could be me. Like, they need, I feel like they needed it and they still are, they won't ever get to see. Because who's taking you to a show when you're, like, unless you have the money? Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, like, who is taking the people that need to see this to see this? And, yeah, it's cool. Like, let's do a school on Thursdays. Like, but no. Well, it's weird, too, (laughs) because, like, theater found a way to reach me. Its tentacles grabbed a hold on me, and I still can't really afford to or feel welcome at or want to go to the theater. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a weird thing. Yeah. So, anyway, I say this to a handful of guests on the episode. I mean, oh, on the important. on the podcast, but like, so I want LFA, you know, I think at Rock Rising, we birthed this podcast in many ways to be an ongoing conversation for non-artists and artists alike. Um, and, and I think you had a lot of valuable things for me personally, and uh, I know for people that have been listening to the show. Um, so you're welcome back on anytime. So oh, I'd cool. I would love for this to be a continuation and not a like closure. Awesome. Yeah. yeah cool. I would love to come back. Cool. So <laughs> let's end with a uh, I I let's either do a I'm question sorry. of the day or you're gonna now because you threw that in the air, you're gonna do oh. a quote and then we're gonna do a game based on or inspired by our conversation. Okay. Can I do the quote first? Because I do will the forget quote. it. All right, this is a quote, actually, uh, that I just was saying today with my friend Sade um, at work. And the quote is, I hope I get this right. It's really easy. It's like three words. Um, You can do anything, but you can't do everything. Love that. (laughs) I need to hear that. Yeah. Okay. 
The game. Cool. Mm, games. I love that's games. a good quote. Everyone <laughs> who's listening, <laughs> rewind, listen to that again. Hit mm-hmm. the hit the back fifteen seconds. <laughs> that little and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now back. the game, based on our or inspired by our conversation, is a word association game. Oh my God. Those who have been listening to the podcast will recognize it. It is called Mind Meld. Ew, and it's okay. two <laughs> lines of thought. And the point of it is for them to meet in the middle uh, on the same word. Okay. And it takes basically as many rounds as possible. And the point is not to win, is just to see if we can meld on the same word. So this is an example of how it'll go. Three, two, one, and we both say the first word that comes to our mind. Okay. And then based on that, we associate those two words and we try to meet on the same word. Okay. So the rounds and are we're just, just like, gonna right now say any word that yeah, comes to mind. Like so, like let's just do an example round. Three, two, one. Water. Corner. Water and corner. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So. So three, two, one. Funnel. Apples. Funnel apples. Three. Three, two, one. Juice. Apple cider. Okay, okay, so you see where we're going? Okay, okay, so, okay Yeah, okay. mind melt. Got Two it. lines meeting. Got it. I think I didn't get it the first time around because I said corner and then I said apples. But well, right? I don't know if you ever really get it. You just kind of, you're always trying to get it. Okay. So you got it by trying to get it. Cool. Okay. Are we still going to play or was that the game? Well, it was the game, but we can also play. Okay, let's, let's play. play it. Okay. Three, two, one. Salt. Eyeball. Salt. Eyeball, eyeball and salt. Eyeball and salt. Oh, oh, now we, okay, now we relate. Three, two, one, sting. Sting and blood. Three, two, one, bumblebee. Oh, (laughs) you went soft on me. (laughs) Uh, Three, two, one, hive. Uh, Oh, okay, sorry, I wasn't ready. So let's go. I said wasp, you said bumblebee. Well, let's just reset. Yeah. Okay. Um, You do, you count down. Okay. Three, two, one. Color. Three, two, one. Theater. Three, two, one. Curtain call. Got it. Three, two, one. Broadway. Javert. Broadway, Javert. Three, two, one. Ramin. Caramine. Three, uh, shit. What did you say? France, Broadway. No, Ramin. Three, two, one. Instagram. Noodles. Noodles. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Mukbang. ASMR. Oh, da- oh <laughs> I was trying so to go funny. for one. Mukbang, ASMR. Mukbang, ASMR. It's the same thing. I hope I didn't just blow out your ears. No, you didn't. No, this is great. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, three, two, one. YouTube. YouTube. Thank you. That was you. a good one. <laughs> yeah, one there. That was perfect. Yay. This podcast is produced by Rock Rising. Come follow us on Instagram, and if you want to hear more podcasts, visit rockrising.org. Thanks.